Welcome to another episode of Finding Our Breast Selves, featuring your hosts, Jen Reynolds, Stacey Gonzalez, and Crystal Lee. Host. Host. Uh, who knew? That's what I'm talking about. There's that EDM. Didn't I just say random shit? Oh my god, you know what my favorite song right now is? Oh, what? Kygo, Higher Love. How does it really? Sound? Yes. What is that? It's I Love What You Used Oh, to. you know what mine is? I gotta think of the name oh. of it. Mm-hmm. It's Calvin Harris. With The Weeknd? No. Oh. It's old. Oh. It's from like 2009. Oh. Uh, I will pull it's it up. It's a throwback. Up. It is, it is a throwback. I and saw him in Vegas too. You said that and I am Where's actually. Calvin Harris? He's a DJ. DJ, please. DJ. Pick up your phone. It is such a good song and I recommend that you go listen to Flashback by Calvin Harris. If you are in a bad bad mood, this song is 100% going to make you smile, dance, all that good stuff. Okay. I'm going to listen to it. I love me some Calvin Harris. So while you're listening to that, I have a question for you. Who knew, did you know, that when you lost your hair, or did you even think about it when you lost your hair, that Bye-bye vagina hair, bye-bye nose hair, bye-bye armpit hair, bye-bye leg hair, all the hair on your body. No, I didn't even think about it. And the one that sucked the most, besides like eyebrows and eyelashes and hair, obviously, was my fucking nose hair. That was like Mm -hmm. the worst because I was still working and snotting on people during cold season. So they thought I was sick. Thank God, honestly, it wasn't during COVID. I remember sitting next to this woman and went because I I didn't expect or know that that was going to happen as far as my nose hairs go. Right. I just knew that at some point my nose started to run all the time. And I was sitting at my chemo treatment. I went into every chemotherapy treatment with like the poorest attitude. Just so this is the first time around back in 2013. Yeah. I went into every treatment crying, bawling, scared all that and this one particular treatment I I was probably about six in and I sat in this little like waiting area that I never sat in and there's this really really old lady and I just sat next to her I was like man this woman is she looks like she's about 85 years old and she's doing chemotherapy like how much harder this must be on her and I was just feeling really bad for her in that moment and she turns to me (laughs) Oh, man, it was the cutest thing ever. And she's just like, you know, my nose just keeps running and I lost all my nose hairs. And and I'm like, yes, yes, that's why my nose is running. She goes, I'll just be I'll just be sitting there talking to somebody. and My nose just starts running and just drips all over me. And I'm like, I'm not alone. Yay. Here's the connection I've been waiting for. Yes. And so for that day, you were like. Yeah, fuck yeah. Chemo's all right. And then, like, the next time, you're like, fucking hate this place. I probably still cried before my treatment, but... That's okay. So... You're allowed to. Before we know that we're losing our nose hairs and our leg hairs and our vagina hairs and all those lovely hairs that are on our body, we have to deal with the loss of our hair on our head. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. Uh, Y'all, we are... 
on our, I don't know what week this is. However, this is Finding Your Breast Selves. I am your host, Jen Reynolds, and I'm here with Stacy and Crystal. What up, dog? <laughs> we are going to talk about hair loss today. So we know this is a super sensitive subject for many. So just know that there's going to be um, some emotions involved. We're going to get serious here for a little bit. Might add some humor into it. I'm sure we all have some funny stories about being bald. Oh, yeah. Uh, that we're going to share with y'all. But uh, I'm just going to hop right in here and talk about how I chose to lose my hair and kind of where I went with it. So I was diagnosed, told I was going to have chemotherapy. I knew I was going to lose my hair, but I don't think that I really processed what that meant. And so as soon as I, I guess it was probably, it took me a couple of days to really process the fact that I was going to lose my hair to chemotherapy. And a couple of days, I would say it was probably about a week and a day or so after my diagnosis or after they told me I was going to get, have to have chemotherapy where I was like, there is no fucking way I'm letting chemo take my hair. Yep. Like there is no fucking way that I am going to let this disease control me more than it already is controlling me. And so I shaved my head before I even started chemotherapy. I didn't even have a chemotherapy treatment yet because I was like, I didn't, I guess I didn't know how long it was going to take right. for my hair to fall out. So and you thought like, oh, first one. And yeah. It's gonna come out yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I was like horror movie status. Nobody, I don't think in that moment, like anybody really told me. They usually don't. They're really bad about telling Nobody, you. I mean, I, you know, they I had chemo. We had chemo school, but yeah. like, I don't know that. I think my head was just in so many different That's directions. What it was. Yeah. And I remember, and I, I went to the Start Center also, and they did the chemo orientation. This is what to expect, kind of thing. And she told me it was not a matter of if it just went. When? Just when. So I actually waited until like a day or two after my first chemo and then so you shaved your head too before mm-hmm. your hair even started all falling out time. yeah so we all so I have I have two perspectives because the second time around I did it a little I wanted to see what it was like to do it the other way um but yeah I wanted to take control of the cancer and I wanted to shave my head and so I had a I chose to have a shave party and I went up to a, a place up in Austin where it was a wig store and we my closest friends and I cried and I have this one picture of my mom and my friend holding my hand and my head's down and it's that moment of like fuck man <sighs> yeah this is happening like this is happening like I'm about to shave my head like it's so it's so emotional to go back to that moment and to think of that fear what was I going to look like I was going to look sick and like, but you know, like when you're saying that, I feel like that's such a good thing. Like to this, this week, post that picture. Like if you have a picture of when you shaved it or those moments where it was like, cause I have the same one. I didn't take the picture. I didn't even know it was being taken where it's like that moment dawned on you. I mean, there's like the people that you care about are right there and you, it's visceral through a photo, which it gives you chill. I, like it, it really just it t- like you talking about that almost made me like cry because I remember the same thing looking at my picture and going, "Holy fuck!" Like you know, I, I don't think mine was 
as hard because I had shaved my head before just because because of it because I'm gay because I can't <laughs> 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 uh, like ten, not 10 years it had been quite a few years maybe like six six years prior so I knew that I had a good shaped head right and I wasn't scared to buzz it all up all, all off I think what was more emotional for me was that my sister who's really my bro but she had really long hair she shaved her head too with you with me that oh day. my god and my, and my dad too but my dad you know yeah yeah but that's still it's, but it's it was just my sister who her hair was like past almost to her butt yeah kind of thing um just completely shaved it off and so it just made it that much more easier for me i think because Aww. i had somebody else that was doing it with me no questions asked it was just like and so she made me do her hair first you know, she was like, do me first, and then then we did me. And What a badass sister. Oh, I, absolutely. Oh, my yeah. gosh. My mom wanted to shave her head with me, but I didn't want... I didn't... I personally just didn't want anyone else to take on that. Like, it's not that I wanted to... Wanted the attention in that moment, because I definitely didn't want that. It was, it was like... I don't I've even want to do this. I've got to process this. Yeah. And I've got to be in this feeling... And I've got to move on from it. I don't want to, I, I guess there was more of a guilt feeling of like, no, I don't want you to shave your head because then I've got to look at you. And I already have to after look at you've me. Done, well, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean it in the sense of I have to look at you while I'm trying to process myself being bald. And now I got to look at you and you, you've shaved your head for me. Right. And you've gone out of your way to do something for me when I know for the next however many months you're already going to be taking care of me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to add something else to this journey that's going to make me feel any more guilt than I already feel. Right. You know, so I just feel like I had to be in that that was going to be my journey and I had to process it. But I love to see other family members and and I feel like I feel like, you know, that that is so important in saying how you choose to lose your hair is your choice. It is such a personal choice and there is no right or wrong way to do it. Right. It's sharing your experience and and being honest in what is best for you in that moment not anybody else uh -huh. what's good for you what's going to make this feel good as good as it possibly can being a woman and losing your hair how can you cope with that in the best way possible and so i know you did something similar where you had kind of an event a fundraiser to when you shaved your head right yeah so uh i I just, we've talked about this. I just went through a divorce and I had done all of the other stuff. And then about six months after, right after my reconstruction, I found out I had to do chemo. And I have really good health insurance, but I was told when I had the chemo, they gave me an over, and this is if nothing goes wrong, like blood clots, because that means more scans. So more scans means more money because it's out of pocket. So I was going to Oh, upwards of $8,000 out of the year and I already work full-time I'm a single mom going through chemo and I ended up having to work part-time so my friends amazing friends and my sister who also offered but I knew she didn't want to and I was like 
she and she's like a fucking supermodel. It's like I'm not doing that to you. No, I'll be fine. I can handle it. But uh, I had hair down to my ass, and it, I always thought it was my best quality. Honestly, physical quality. I was like, that's because I always got compliments on it. And um, I had this that my friends in ten days because I found out, and they were like, we need to start soon. Um, within 10 days through this fucking badass fundraiser together, together called Breastfest and in true crystal fashion, I drank several shots and got on the uh, microphone at Poor House and gave like a 15 minute long. She said Poor House, not Whore House, by yes, the way. Yes, Poor House, uh, not to be confused with the Whore House. Um, that's my, the no, best the best little Whore House in Texas. Um, yeah, but I got up there and I fucking gave a speech and talking about my boobs and everything else making people scream and saying hell yeah and all that and then I was like let's do this shit and for me it was again taking that control but I wanted it I knew if I did it at home it would have put me into a depression like I needed to have that moment and it was also even before Pink Warrior like I always knew I needed if I was going to go through it then I'm going to let everybody see my journey because if it helps one person then that's enough to make it worth me going through, you know? And so I even had that mentality then. And I sat down and I had them play some gangster rap. I was listening to like Eminem and I was just like, and they're shaving it. And my friend recorded the whole thing. And the first thing she did is cut my ponytail off. And so like she shows it and it's just this long ass thing, but we donated. They were also doing hair, um, haircuts there that day and donating the hair to make wigs. So I loved that. Mm -hmm. And then She's like, are you ready? And I was like, yes. And she fucking shaved the side of my head. And you see me on the video, reach up and touch it for the first time. And I go, oh, fuck. And like, it it's dawned on me. And then you hear my friends, though. And they're like, oh, my God, she looks so good with a bald head. And so when she finally, like, does it all, I touch it. And when I stepped off stage, my two aunts that have been there through everything, I'm going to cry. Because every time I see that video and I see that, um, it gets to me because I watched them. And that sometimes was even harder is to watch the people you love watch you because they don't know what to do. And my sister, that big, tall Amazon freaking supermodel, and my two aunts that had been my ride or dies, they were the first people to come up to me. And they all were crying. So that then I start crying. Mm-hmm. And they're rubbing my fucking head, getting those little hairs all over them. And they're like, you're so beautiful. And it just... It gets to me every single time I watch it. And I sometimes have to watch it to remember where I, where it all started and where I came from and how much growth I've had. And, um, but yeah, it was, I, I would never have done it any other way. And if I ever have to go through it again, then you better fucking believe I'm having a party bigger than that. And even if I don't need the money, we're raising it for somebody. And I even said it in my thing, cause I'm like that, I was like, I don't give a shit if you came here. Be- like, thank you for being here. Even if you love me. Even if you fucking hate me and you came here to watch me get my head shaped. Thank you for coming. I like, I just went to town because I had cancer. That's you are. And That's I can say, yeah, yeah. I always encourage, you know, when people ask me about that, I always encourage ha- making a party out of it. I mean, again, personal choice, but I feel like it could be so traumatic to, uh, you know, just sitting in your bathroom and shaving your head by yourself like with love and support and it's the people that show up i mean even the people that don't show up but just them being there you feel that energy absolutely sending you those and you get courage from it almost it's like i can do this and it keeps you strong in that moment that might have been had i done it by myself 
probably one of the darkest, ugliest places. But like right. instead, it turned into like but for this... some people, they want to do that too. They Absolutely, that's how they they need to process. Right, and you know, it's. I think that's why we're sitting here on a podcast because we're just people that are like balls to the wall. Let's let's yeah. go. But you know? some people are more private. Yeah, I've seen people do photo shoots where they let their family member. It's just them and their family, like, it's shape. Beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. It's, and it's I mean, heartbreaking. Yeah. It is to have the kids. Yeah. It's so heartbreaking, but it's it's a beautiful thing. And, again, they ha- your kids have to process that, too. Like, mm-hmm. when I remember when my kids first saw me the next day, because they were with their dad that weekend, and my son, I was so scared, because my daughter, I told y'all, but I'll say it again, too, when I prepped her, I didn't want her to be afraid or worry about me. That's not my kid's job to take care of me. So she's seven, or at the time, I think she was six, and my son was, like, two and um I was like okay mom's gonna be bald and she's like oh bald people freak me out right so I was like all right that's fine so the first time I saw her she was just smiling I had my makeup on and everything I still had some stubble and my son he just looked at me with his eyes so bright and I videotaped it because I wanted like to know and I leaned back and he starts rubbing my head and the whole time I was bald he rubbed my head all the time and when I started growing back he still does this he looks at me and goes He's so beautiful and he rubs my hair and it is like he's a little shit most of the time i love my son but those moments were just like and i realized like they don't care like yeah if i'm bald or if i have hair like i'm their mom and it's my, again but there's that part of me that i needed to like be in that moment and and be i didn't want them there because i didn't want them to see me upset i had to put on that front for for them so yeah but yeah, that's that's how I did it. Now, what you're talking about, I did have a breakdown when it started, when it all fell up, because there's a difference between shaved bald and chemo bald, and that's yeah. when you start to feel that I look sick. Because when you do the 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 right like the the clippers, you still get a little bit of stubble, and it grew back. It yeah. started growing back. Yeah, and it can. But then a couple of chemos in, you're in the shower. And, and it hurts. It hurts. It kind of feels like a rash or yeah. something up there. Yeah, it's like and pokey, like, and yeah. you it's irritating. So you, that's, yeah. I don't, did y'all, so how long after did you guys start losing it, or did you keep, yeah. So my stubbles started to, I got that soreness, and I always like to uh, say that it felt like I had a ponytail in my hair for too long, and then I let oh, it yeah. down. Like that's how it feels is when you when you leave a ponytail in your hair for too long and you get that soreness right before your hair is about to start to fall out. And I've told, you know, women that I've talked to, you know, they always ask me, so when am I going to lose my hair? And I'm like, it'll probably be around 14 to, you know, 20 days that you're going to go through that process. So if you want to shave your head at 14 or you want to wait until that hair starts falling out and then shave your head, however you choose to do it. But just know that it's likely going to start happening very soon once you feel that soreness in your head. So I'm going to give you my best advice right now that I can possibly give you. If you are facing, uh, if you are just now entering this journey or you are just about to face the loss of your hair, my best advice to you is to buy yourself a lint roller And when you start to feel that soreness or after you shave your head, use that lint roller and run it across your head in the morning and at night or whenever you start to feel that soreness, run it over your head and it'll give you so much relief because it's almost like those dead hair follicles and they want to come out, but they like need 
a way to come out. Right. And the lint roller will pull that off. So um, as much as it sucks to know that your hair is going to fall out and that you're going to be pulling it out with that, it really does make it so much easier and less painful. And also wear a cap at night. When you go to bed, while, oh, at yeah. least while you're in that losing the hair phase. Because it's everywhere. It and will it, be it everywhere. Is, it is still a scary, especially if you decide not to and you let it fall out and you have longer hair. It's hard. I've heard women wake up and they have chunks on their pillow. So, like, that is a difficult thing to deal with. Um, but I ended up, I think that was when it became real to me. I, I was, like, disillusioned. I was like, oh, you know what? I might be with that 5% that it doesn't grow out. And I'm like... Did I shave my head for nothing? Like, because I, I was on week three. Yeah. And I'm like, what's happening? Like, I haven't lost my hair yet. And sure enough, the day I started thinking that, I get in the bath because I was feeling really achy and shit from chemo. Like, the Red Devil was no joke. That was, it really kicked my ass hard. And I was laying in the bath and I got that tingly feeling. I'm scrubbing it and it hurts. And I sat up. And when I sat up, there's little, that it's covered. The bathtub is covered in these stubbles. And that's when it was like, shit and I got up I'm by myself at home I get up and I look in the mirror and I just have these patches of like hair missing and I I again I grabbed my phone and I don't know if I'm ever going to do anything with these videos but I want to I wanted to remember and I also wanted to keep them in case my kids ever ask or or there's a survivor that ever wants to see like what it was like in that moment and it's weird to videotape yourself being vulnerable like that but I was just like and I even said that. I'm like, I was a fucking idiot. And I thought for one second, maybe I wasn't going to lose my hair, you fucking dumbass. And then I took a razor and shaving cream and I shaved it. And that, I did cry. Like, I cried hard when I shaved it. And I looked in the mirror and I had I had the whole, I, we've talked about this. And I'm, I'm probably going to talk about this on almost every one we do. I did the whole talk shit to myself in the mirror. I'm like, oh, you're so bald. Your kids are bald. Now I was going to know you. Cancer is not a choice. Did that. <laughs> Had my minute, because we all have to have them, and that's how I cope. Weird. I yell at myself in the mirror, and then I'm like, you're pathetic. Fucking pull it together. And then I... <laughs> yeah, it's a little devastating, but I I never did the wig thing. Um, I mean, when I started chemo, it was early November, so I was able to do a lot of the beanies. Oh, yeah. Um, but when you started the Red Devil and you got all those hot flashes, uh -huh. those beanies would come off. I mean, if I could have peeled all my clothes off in the middle of a snowstorm, I would have. But Yeah. Uh, but it was also very freeing. Liberating, right? Very liberating the first couple of times that, you know, I was out and about and a hot flash came and I just kicked that beanie off. And then you just start to embrace it. You're like, man, this feels really good. Yes. It took me a long time to embrace it the first time. The second time was whatever, but the first time it took me a long time to embrace it. And when I finally did go out for the first time bald, I did not wear anything on my head after that. That was it. Uh, but I was a scarf person. I was also a beanie person. I found lots of cute beanies. And uh, I did a tutorial on how to tie a scarf. And actually, Crystal here, we went on uh, San Antonio Live last year. And she talked about the wigs. And I talked about how to tie a scarf. And uh, I'm sure that was that's... kind of the beginning of this, like, beautiful relationship I think we have. It really was. And October was the first month we did a TV Thursday. It was. Yeah. Well, it's been a year, a year. Since, since we started and doing TV like Thursday. And it feels like now. I, I know. Wow. I was going to say, it feels like I've known you guys, like, I can't even imagine life without you now. Like, you guys are my sisters. Which... I think that's the blessing behind any of this is, like... 
you know, you deal with this shit with losing your hair and losing your sexuality and losing your breasts and going through all this, but I can definitely tell you with 100% confidence that the relationships that I have in my life right now have so much more meaning to them, and um, my conversations are way just deeper and have more uh what's the word i'm looking substance Substance. like everything that i the total like the the connection is amazing that i have with the people that i meet and it's walking into a room and if we ever are able to do this our tv thursdays live again hopefully we can do a live podcast at some point um you know hopefully when we do that y'all will you know show up for number one yeah, i think so <laughs> we would like to have They'll you there come to the sex one yeah <laughs> um but you know just i forgot where i was going with that because chemo yeah chemo, chemo brain. brain oh that's oh. a fucking thing besides losing your hair besides losing your hair God. um but just talking about you know what it's when you walk into that that's where i was going is when you walk into that room of all these women who are breast cancer survivors warriors patients i'm going to use all those words every time and knowing that immediately, snap of your finger, you have something in common with every single person in that room. And you know that the second you open your mouth that the person across from you is going to understand what you're saying. I know that as y'all are listening to these podcasts, I know 100% that you're sitting there shaking your head and you're like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they get me. They're talking about something. They're speaking my language. Oh, yeah. And, and this hair loss is no different than that you know like talking about like what did what so you did beanies stacy did beanies crystal did wigs i did scarves you know like we all chose something different and even and stacy even went on to be more of the bald person i know you had no no, no issues plums. walking it. The second time I did. So going into my second time around losing my hair i did do it the opposite so i do have a perspective on both ways so the second time around, I was like, I'm just going to cut my hair in, in stages. Uh-huh. And so I cut it in stages. I got down to this like super short haircut that I'm actually rocking right now was it, the last length so it was. Cute. Rocking is the right word. <laughs> it, it was the last length I had it at before I shaved my head. But um, I let chemo take my hair the second time. And I wanted to see what that process was going to be like. Not because it's really what I wanted to do, but because I wanted to know what that side of it was like. But see, that's you. That's the kind of person I am about everything like dating. And you do that shit with cancer. And I feel like because you've been through round one and now this is stage four, you and what you do for people. Like, I feel like you want to be able to connect on that level. So you'll put yourself through it so that you can be there for those women in a way like it's still a way to like connect yeah and find it interesting like how you were saying it took you a while but you named your blog my bald blog Mm -hmm. like you you embraced it yeah even though you you did you didn't initially but i do believe that if i if i remember correctly i think my bald blog came out after i lost my after i went out the first time with my bald head really i'll have to go back like you mm -hmm. should you should look at that yeah so yeah if y'all want to go back and 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 read that mybaldblog.com i kind of documented my journey and it's really how i connected with stacy this blog it was just starting my journey it was everything i mean it 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 was taking my inner thoughts and feelings and putting it on paper and it's what drew me to Jen and so I it was years later that I finally got to meet her and I was fangirling <laughs> I remember you talking about it. Like, oh my god that's Jen that is Jen you know and so it, it just it did create this bond but 
if you think this podcast speaks to you, her blog will definitely speak to you. And it blows my mind because, like you said, we've only known each other a year-ish. Like, I've known you a little over a year. I cannot fathom a Jen Reynolds that is insecure about anything, especially being bald. Like, that blows my fucking mind. When you say that, I wish I could get in a goddamn DeLorean and, like, go back, travel in time. Like For all of us, too. Yeah. I want to go back and be like, no, bitch, hold your head up. You just wait, because wait till you see who you are. So, So the second time around when I did, something I really want to share because... I think this is so important and it really caveats what you just said. So with that second time around, I I waited and I woke up one morning. I actually have a picture of it. I ran my hand through my hair and I can't believe how painless and easy my hair came out. And I looked down and my hand was covered, just a full on handful of hair. And I was like, fuck this shit, you know, like all right, we're shaving it. And I called my, uh, I'm going to give another plug here. The Foundry in New Braunfels. Dude, those people are good fucking people. Um, I called them when I started losing my hair and they literally opened up the salon and I had this party and I had probably 30 of my friends come and just be there for me and support me. And this was a little bit bigger than the first time around. Mm-hmm. The first time was my closest. The second time was like I had made so many great relationships throughout the years that I wanted everybody to be there. And just like the story that you shared earlier, um, my I remember now looking over at the video because I was looking in the mirror. I took the razor to my own head and I shaved it. And um, there's a video from the side and you can see my stepdaughter. I call her my stepdaughter, but she's my daughter. I actually call her my daughter, but she's my stepdaughter. However you want to wear that. She's in the background and she's wiping her tears away from her eyes. And I'm just like, you know, they're processing it in their own way. And for me, I knew what was coming because I had been there before. Um, I knew what it felt like to lose my hair. My daughter was there the first time, but to see her so emotional, um, it was tough. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait till we get to that episode where we talk about our families and this experience because that's probably the hardest part is watching your family watch you go through this. Mm-hmm. And after I had been bald and the second time around I went and walked, I, I went out bald all the time. And my I so in my bedroom I spent a lot of time in bed and I was laying there and I had this mirror across from my bed and I looked in it and I saw my face and I had no hair I had just realized that my eyebrows and my eyelashes had fallen out and I was like oh fuck and I just lost it and I started crying and it was just that moment of defeat again like cancer is winning again and I told myself I was like cancer is winning again I'm letting cancer win right now because I'm letting this make me cry, make me feel sad for myself. I was like, get the fuck up, Jen. Get in your car. I don't care if it's 10 minutes. I don't care if it's 20 minutes. Put some makeup on. Get in your car. Drive to the store. And if that's all you do, fine. But do something right now. So I stopped feeling sorry for myself. And I put my makeup on. I drew my eyebrows on. I put my lashes on. I called my mom and I said, Mom, meet me at Hobby Lobby. She meets me there. We go inside. We're inside for probably about 10 minutes. And I'm like, I got to go. 
And I got home and I got in the bathtub and I felt so much better. I didn't feel sorry for myself anymore. I knew that what was going on, despite being metastatic, I knew that it was temporary. I knew that my hair was going to grow back and and my eyebrows and eyelashes were going to come back. And then I made an appointment to have my eyebrows um, microbladed. So it wasn't I, I that choice for me was the what I did the second time around so that I could at least have eyebrows because eyebrows are tough, man. Oh, girl, you know how many times I looked like a damn uh, villainess from like are a, yours drawn on or microbladed right now? Yeah, girl, I fill in. Girl, but 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 I have eyebrows now, but they grew back better yeah. than before. But that what you're talking about, I had the same moment where it was like now I look like I have cancer and I had already had my mastectomy and I was doing this basically to prevent it from coming back but I'm like now I fucking look sick and I yeah. again though and they don't grow in they don't like these the what I have like I'm considering getting microblading because uh-huh. they never grew in as full as before all of my hair See, so I got let's good talk at about yeah. hair growing in because <laughs> you get done with chemo and then it's a slow process. And it's it's a very awkward, awkward process. <laughs> you, uh, know, um, you get that like duckling, that fuzz. I was going to say, what's that penguin down? Uh, happy feet. You oh, know, God, like, yes. Little and he's got that fuzz. Or, or the schmeagles. Yes. <laughs> so I wrote down, because I, I knew this was going to come up. I wrote down when we were talking lesbian. So I wrote this down. So I make little notes as I hear things saying because chemo brain I will forget and I won't say it so I wrote down lesbian because both times I've gone through the lesbian stage uh-huh. where I am out with my friends and like for example me and my friend went and stayed at a hotel down in San Antonio and we checked into the hotel and it was late and we booked this room like last minute because we had too many glasses of wine and uh Jamie's just sitting there. Oh, I just used her name. But anyway, so Jamie's sitting there and she's like, I'm here with my uh, my lesbian partner. And I'm like, I totally look like your lesbian partner. Oh and then God, I, I have. It. So then they're like back the first time I went on a cruise with my bestie. And one night we like to do theme nights out. So one night I did we did heinous uh, freaking I don't know, whatever. It was terrible, terrible theme. And I spiked my hair and I had these glasses on. And totally, like, just looked like her lesbian partner. And there is that – I'm laughing at it. Like, it it is. It's It's a phase. phase. Embrace it. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I had some – I live in that phase. I had had girls hitting on me. So I bring that up, and I'm laughing because I had girls hitting on me. And I'm like – Not one time. Multiple. And I'm just like – I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I'm not gay, you know, but I'm just like. That's what you say. Well, I mean, obviously. And they go. I mean, I, yeah. I have my ring on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You haven't met the right woman. Let me that. test Sometimes that. We have a saying, every every woman's a six pack away. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Or tequila shots in or my six case. tequila shots, yeah. I don't need six. Holy fuck, It's like three man. and a half. <laughs> oh, dang. Whoa. We'll time out. This That's awesome. all you need, folks. That's, That's all, all you need. need to get Crystal to... Honestly, yeah. do I need any shots? Okay, yeah. Anyway, let's let's there, go okay. back to so this. To yeah, I'm sorry. I just wanted to bring that up because yeah. I think it's a fun... You know, it, as... It is funny. It is awkward. And you will go through a part, like, a phase where... Somebody could catch you at H-E-B just in your comfy clothes. Oh, yeah. 
with that haircut and they're like when did she switch teams right oh yeah oh yeah so mine wasn't ever the lesbian thing but i had people i call them chemotastic like when i fucking put my makeup on everything i was like i'm chemotastic nobody's gonna tell me otherwise and i would have people the same thing you did about my eyebrows i got really good at filling them in because i had to draw on eyebrows with nothing and again i'd look like a disney villainess like there were times it was very chola like up uh, just bad but um i i had an experience once that was unlike anything I, I love how these stories start. <laughs> I'd ever experienced. Her face, her face, her just one time at band camp. Yeah, her exactly. facial expressions though. I wish you could see her facial expressions so before she we starts should, maybe these we stories. Because I'm always like, should I say that? I'm gonna say it. yes. Um, so I, in my field, I'm not gonna say what I do, but if you know me, you know what I do. And um, I, I was, I take care of people, and so I was taking care of this person, and they looked at me. And I'm, I'm just done with chemo. So like it's, but the hair is about to start growing back, but I have my full face on and I'm, I, when I went to work, it was bald because of the, I'm not wearing a fucking wig for X amount of hours. Like, so I'm fixing something for this person and they look at me and they're like, what happened to you? And I look at her and I go, I'm sorry. I don't really know how to answer that. <laughs> and she goes like, you like, why where's your like where's your hair and i said i'm finishing chemo i just had chemo and she was like uh, why does it look like nothing fucking happened to you and i'm like bitch if you could have been a fly on the wall like that's what i wanted yeah. but then i'm like you know what this is not someone else's cross to bear i'm here to work i don't care like it was just such a weird thing to say to someone like why does it look like nothing happened to you and then there was a part of me that was proud because I was like yes you're right because I'm not letting this shit get me down I put on a full face of makeup every day I draw on these eyebrows with no idea how it looks like sometimes I just want to take a sharpie and make a unibrow because I'm angry and I don't want to fucking talk to anybody because I'm doing chemo and it was in that moment where I was like mission accomplished i it was a weird thing it was a weird thing to say to somebody but i was like good i've got you i've got you thinking that i'm okay and that's all i ever wanted and when i started this journey was for people to not think i was sick and right. which is interesting it, i know that's uh, opens a whole nother podcast episode for us you know oh what not to say to you know, <laughs> that one we haven't done yet what the links that we went through to make people think that we're okay or not believe that we're sick oh god you know that i know that could be a whole other episode i love yeah. when i love when somebody says well i know that's kind of going into that but it's also talking about the hair regrowth and they're like oh your hair is so cute and then I'm all, yeah, it wasn't a choice. Exactly. I had to stop. I know. I'm like, like, oh, bitch. Oops. I'm like, Sorry. I still do that. I still do that. But no. you know what? When you met me, um, that was one of the first things you said to me. And you told me, because she, you were just growing yours back. But it was like, you had just bleached it, I think. Or done the, or you were about to. I think you had. And your hair was barely growing back. But I was bald as shit. And you sat down across from me and you're like, I fucking hate when people say this to me. And I was like, ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> she goes, but you look really badass bald. Like, you just own that shit. And I was like, from you, I'll take it. Like, I don't mind yeah. that. But then other people, they're like, I wish I had a head shape like oh, that. Oh, God. 
like, let's say, let's say that, that, let's save all that. My yeah. point is just, it's funny because as much as you hate to hear that, when you see somebody else that I can take it from you because like, again, we can joke about this shit, but if somebody else is like, you got a free boob job, you're like, go fuck yourself. Well, <laughs> and part of that is though, like, you know, is that they don't know any better. They right. don't know. Sometimes- and so I hope when I say that this podcast is for everyone, like if you're listening to this and you hear something that you're like, man, that's exactly what I wanted to say to somebody shit tell them to come listen to the same podcast and say okay this is what you don't say or this is what you don't react this is you know and these are different perspectives and take take what you want from it but and 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 at the end of the day we say that and we're like oh fuck you blah 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 blah. honestly in all reality every time someone said something to me it was always to be supportive and it was never meant in malice and it's not their cross to bear like i said that was our journey that we had to go through and there were times when we were I think every single one of us can sit here and say mad at the world, angry at everything, felt like it was unfair. And there were times when I would lash out at people that were just trying to be nice or be mad, not necessarily lash out at somebody because they said the wrong thing uh, on my shitty non-chemotastic day because I had a chemo asshole day, you know, and I so I I think, again, the biggest thing for me was just the looking sick. And when you lose your eyelashes and your eyebrows and you wake up in the morning and look in the mirror you just see sick like you cannot yeah but uh, let's talk about your hair growing in with these curls that is they're magnificent you know people pay a lot of money to get so them. jealous no, they're so cute i appreciate it and yeah, i'm really i'm cute. owning it i like it i've never had to use like curl products and i'm like what's this wow. do? it's so much fun y'all like her hair is all pinned and it's super cute mm-hmm. and i have this like my hair came back in like straight and fine as hell just like myself. You, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> that's you, baby. But, yeah, dang, yeah. I'm so proud of myself for that, that one. That was good. Yep. That was a good one. But, yeah, it, you know, and, and some my hair is very, very thin in the back. Not like myself. Just kidding. I love myself. <laughs> 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 um, but it's... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh-huh. That was Keep a bad joke. <laughs> I am. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's thinning in the back and uh, bless my, there There we go. Give me that bless your heart. Bless your heart. My husband and my mom and yeah. everybody else trying to tell me it's not thinning. It looks great. It's just because your hair was blonde before and it's dark now. So now you can see your scalp. I'm like, mm, no, it's definitely thin. But yeah, so it, it comes back different. It does. It comes back and mine, I have so much gray that came in after like now i'm like if i were to let my hair completely go it would be salt and pepper all the way all over salt and pepper's here (laughs) we're calling her barb right yeah barb yeah. Barb loves that salt and pepper. I would she honestly, older women. I wanted to do the white like you did, like, but because it's curly like this, I would definitely look like a <laughs> granny. There's no fucking way I could do it now because I thought I was this close, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I'm not gonna Betty White it. It's time for crystal challenges. Oh God, what another it? one. All right. What do you want to do? Okay, your hair is so curly, right? Right. Okay, so I want you to get one of those like very like thick bristled brushes <gasps> and I want you to brush your hair out. I want to see that natural yes. fro. Yes. I don't know, guys. Yes. Do I have to wear it out somewhere? Yes. Okay, then you're going with me. I will go with you. I'm not wearing that shit out. And I, I, I'll do something. Just tell me what you want. I mean, my hair's not going to do everything. Anything. You've already done everything. That's not true. You Really? I've, All right, I want you to take it and fucking... <laughs> Oh, we're challenging Jen now. Yeah, so I want you to take it and just do a shit ton of like ponytails right down the middle, just like, <laughs> oh my God, like the, the spike it like a pebbles. like a 
Yes, but like all down the middle like this. Oh like pony little tiny what rubber bands all I'll, the way down. I'll do my best if I can find, get the rubber bands to stay. I like it. And the rest has to be like slicked down or back. Okay. Like, like a big like a faux hawk, basically. A pony. But with ponytails. Okay. Yeah. And Stacy, I encourage you to uh, grow your salt and peppers out. All of them? Da, da, na, 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 or go white. That's what I'm trying to do. That's oh, are you? Getting, That's yeah, what that is. Probably the okay. Next go around is going to be, but my hair because it looks so good. It's so black. black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But did y'all's I, colors change when it grew back? Mine was the same. No, except for the salt and pepper that came in. But I, you know what's weird is. I haven't been able to like grow it out. I've been, I've tried. Right. And once it gets to a certain length, just stops. It gets really like wiry. Really? Yeah. So I've been able to only kind of keep it at a shorter length, hmm. which, you know, goes with my profession of professional lesbian. So. <laughs> How much do you get paid? <laughs> what are the benefits it. like? I mean, you might be able to talk me into this, I honestly. Don't, I don't know if I'm hiring, but oh, I'll find shit. out. I don't think I would, I would fit in. Maybe. I just, I want a sausage, not a taco. Well, you could probably get both, depending. I feel like that is fine for some people, but I feel, but in my life, it would be just, I'd be, I'd feel indecisive. Like, oh, yeah. You don't, well, you just wake up and see what you feel like. I just want somebody to be like, ask me about my wiener. And I'm like, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> I can, I can do that. I have two of them. She does. Oh, I actually you have do. three. Three? Yeah, my husband. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Fucking walked right into that. Yeah, <laughs> like did. a screen door. I told you guys I'm here all, all day. day. All, all right. Day. That sounds like a good place to close out this podcast. If you have questions about hair loss, any topics that you want us to touch on, send Why us an email. Love letters. Love letters to Crystal. Love letters to Crystal. Yeah. So I think uh, I like. I'd like to hear... If anyone has like a random, because I'm queen of not getting embarrassed, but I'll, but I have a lot of embarrassing stories that other people get embarrassed by. So I'd love for women to write in this week about like maybe something with hair loss or chemo where like maybe their wig came off or something and they want to share. You don't even have to say your name. I just want to hear like, like your, your, like your moment where maybe you got embarrassed or you played it off or maybe you wiped one of your eyebrows off midway through the day or something like you sweat it off. Love to hear that because we yeah, all had that. Let's hear those stories and then let's share them. We will share them. Send yes. them to hope at pinkwarrioradvocates.org. And again, if you have any topics you want us to talk about, we are here for you. Yeah, we are. Hells yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> I, that's what I said. <laughs> I'm here all fucking day. <laughs> all right. It's been fun. It's been real. All right. It's been real fun. You guys are so lame. I love it. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Nope. Got to get the hell up out of here. Y'all have a great weekend, and we'll see y'all next week. What if we air this on Monday? They have a long time until they get to the weekend. That's going to suck. Well, that does suck. Uh, We're going to have to think that through. Happy day. We said Thursday. Is this changing? No, we're just recording on a Thursday. I'm going up. I think we could. I think it would be good to release on a Thursday because it's TV Thursdays, and this is this is true. All right. Well, back to crystals. Have a good weekend. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. <laughs>